0: Hi there, and welcome to the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast, where I, Caitlin Fritz, help you reach your entrepreneurial potential. Together, we can build your dream social impact business so that you can leave a legacy beyond your nine to five. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of Everyday Entrepreneurship. My name is Caitlin Fritz. And I am so lucky and honored to be your host. I'm an award-winning entrepreneur, enterprise educator, and business coach who's worked with hundreds of founders across industries and across the world. And today, I'm really excited to share with you a little snippet of an episode called Why Amplifying Your Elevator Pitch Matters. I feel like now that we're in November, which is crazy in my mind, I don't know how we're here, we are going to more of those holiday parties, those market fairs, and conferences. It's the beginning of conference season, and tons of networking events. And I feel like left and right, I'm meeting new entrepreneurs, doing new things, but their messaging and their communication just gets muddled along the way. So you might be asking, why is like a 90 to 60 second elevator pitch actually important in these networking and conferencing situations? Well, as an entrepreneur, your business is your voice. And in return, your voice is a reflection of your business. So if you are authentic, and clear, and visionary, you are representing your business with those same attributes. It's like the first impression. Now, this is something I'm deep diving in in the Future Fest Summit, which is an absolutely free summit on how to future-proof your business. I'm talking all about elevator pitch for probably about 30 to 40 minutes. So what I sh- want to share with you is the four mistakes I see business owners, founders, and solopreneurs make when it comes to their elevator pitch. So the first mistake I see, and this is so common, it's sad that it's an afterthought, but forgetting the you in your pitch. And what I mean by that is there's you as in your role, your status in the company, your name. I've seen so many founders forget to tell me their name. How am I supposed to look you up on LinkedIn if I don't know your name? But also, what makes you, you? So if you are a naturally bubbly and exuberant person, don't be afraid to share a little bit of that personality when you're introducing yourself in your business. Or maybe you're more calm and reserved. That is fine. Lean into that. Nobody likes a robot. Remember that. So, the first mistake I see is forgetting the you in your pitch. Now, the second mistake I see is forgetting to bridge the human emotion by sharing your why. Simon Sinek has a whole book on Start with Why. We as humans really love to relate to storytelling. And at the crux of every story is a why. And when you're talking to a new audience, a new partner, a new investor, it's really important that you can share why you started this business. Why you are the ones to build this business. It adds this human element, it really softens your business cell in a way, and it makes you way more memorable. Oftentimes, I remember founders by their backstories. So when someone starts a business because of a true issue they faced or their family faced, that just stays in my head so much longer than what you know the nuts and bolts of their business does. So remember to bridge that human connection with the why. Now the third mistake I see founders make is not being clear on what they actually do. Now I know oftentimes when you meet someone they boom, jump into what they do. They are a B2B SaaS. They are a charity that focuses on underserved youth. But especially with my analytical-minded folks, you need to be clear in such a way that a 70-year-old to a 7-year-old and everywhere in between can understand what you do. I know you are very excited about your tech or some of the nuances in your business, but those jargony words will not land with your audience, unless your audience is, you know, a tech crowd or someone who's really, really, really into the industry. So this is something that stumps a lot of people, getting clear, because you know your business best, so you know it inside and out, so it makes sense to you. And this is where oftentimes having someone who's like a pitch coach, a communication coach, can really distill what you do in the most impactful way. So you need to remember to get clear on what you do. And the last mistake I see founders make is not following up with an ask in their elevator pitch. Following up with an ask, which can be as simple as follow me on social media, uh, sign up for my next focus group, or like what we're doing on LinkedIn. Those create a two-way relationship in the communication. So as an audience member, I am not just being bombarded with information about you. You are giving me a task, something that I can do, to support you and to also engage in this conversation. Now, I've had a lot of founders at networking events pitch to me and then awkwardly walk away. That feels very transactional. You know, you're just giving me all the information and then, okay, I as a listener, as an audience member can just do with it what I want No, what if I want to follow up? What if I want to be involved? What if I want to be an ambassador for your brand? Do not be afraid to leave an ask. Once again, it doesn't need to be invest $10,000 in my business. It can be something as simple as follow us on social media. It leaves that little nugget to keep the audience engaged and involved in this 60 to 90 second pitch, you've built the foundations of a real relationship rather than a hard sell. So just to recap, the four biggest mistakes I see business owners make, especially when it comes to this time of year in their elevator pitch, is forgetting the you in your pitch Not bridging the human emotion with your why. Not being clear about what you actually do. And not following up with an ask. Those are four I see so often. And if you want to learn more, join the Future Fest Summit later this week on November 8th and 9th. The information is in the show notes. Or feel free to book a call with me. Let's discuss your pitch, your elevator pitch. And I've even created a whole sub-brand of my business called Pitch Pilot Training to just be dedicated on your business communication and your pitching skills. Because it's something I've done with accelerators, colleges, universities around the world. And I believe every entrepreneur should be able to communicate what they do to their audiences. I would love to hear some of your takes on what you do for your elevator pitches, how you practice, and maybe some highs or flops when it comes to your pitching. Thanks for joining in in this short and snappy episode this week, and I'm so honored and thrilled to have you here. If you've enjoyed listening, give me a follow or a review on wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Now, until next time, friends, this has been Everyday Entrepreneurship. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Everyday Entrepreneurship. To stay tuned and most up-to-date, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me, Caitlin Fritz, on Instagram. And if you have any questions about building your business with impact, drop me an email with the link in the show notes. This podcast is produced by the great people at the Podcast Boutique. I look forward to catching up with you next week. See you then.